Hello and welcome to episode 16 of Hello. Films and Swearing. It's a movie podcast with me, your host Stuart Sutherland, and my co-host Andrew, Andrew Walker. Walker. What's the done? I'm just giving you visual cues. Fuck you. <laughs> so this is episode four of our black and white movie month. Uh, Only one more to go. So Don't fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Just let me see colour again. Uh, <laughs> Sheltered in this world of black and white. Everything's no war. No war. Uh, so, we are talking about clerics this week. Yeah. Bit of a lighter note from our last episode. Oh, God. Uh, can't, I can't believe we said that last time. So many murders. Oh, so. Nine! <laughs> Alright, Hen, we're, no, we're, we're out of the woods now. It's Good fine. Without pooper. <laughs> uh, so, today we are covering clerics. I was going to say, we're reviewing, but... It, we don't really give an educated review no, of things. It's we like, do not. What do you think of that one? Aye. What about that bit? Aye. Aye. No bad aye. Aye. Things. Words. Trivia. Yeah. See swear. that thing on the internet? Aye. Oh, Next week. Swear. <laughs> so, uh, this is sort of a big one for us because we, we, we are fans. Like, this is a pretty forward yeah. review. We're not just fans of the movie, we're fans of the people who are in it. Yes, aye. So, um do you want to just dive straight into the movie or you want to do you have something new you want to talk about this week oh they can and you want to share well I've currently just built a fence <laughs> you built that fence I built that fence that that fence that fence right there that tall one at the back of your garden no the one at the front of my garden the back of the one at the back of the garden is <laughs> I can't see this fucking fence that's in the fucking future you fucking Wait. dumb fuck! Bring the fucking wall! Forced! Oh! Don't talk about like. This is two weeks in the future, I'll get my fence, me do! Aye, and I would have also wished you a fucking happy birthday! Aye, my birthday! It was last week! <laughs> exactly! <laughs> but technically, not for another fortnight. No. Next week, no but no still. Way. You're another seven days. Aye. Sucker. Oh, I won't build that fucking fence already, eh? I'll fucking will. So. Other than fucking doing shit in the future, <laughs> <laughs> what other shit do you want to share with us today? Um, not much. Right, you want to just dive right into the clerks? Go for it, you fucking slut. Okay, so directed by Kevin Smith. Cast is uh, Brian O'Halloran as Dante Hicks. Jeff Anderson as Randall Graves. Marlon Gigliati as Veronica. Lisa... Who? Gigliati? Yes. That's guaranteed a fucking gangster name. Uh, Lisa Spoonhauer. Are they gonna Spoonhauer? Spoonhauer. Oh. Uh, H-A-U-R. Oh, Spoonhauer. Oh, so it's right. back to Young Frankenstein. Yeah. As Caitlin Bree. Yeah. Jason Mewes as Jay. Kevin Smith as Silent Bob. Scott Mosier as William the Idiot Manchild. Yeah, and... Oh, I'm just putting him down as that yeah. one. So it's also angry hockey playing customer and angry mourner. Aye. Uh, Scott Shifiao. Yeah. As uh, the Chulies rep. Yeah. Uh, Al Berkowitz as the old man. And Walt Flanagan as one third of the cast. Yeah. Who is he? Let's, let's tell. 
Is the well, we'll, we'll save that. Oh. Oh, fuck! <laughs> uh, you want to tell me the plot of Clerks? No. Just cunts working in a shop. Cunts drug, drug dealing outside the shop. Mm-hmm. And then having some fucking relationship problems. Day in the life of the, that boy behind the counter. Right. Or those boys. Yeah. Selling fags to burns. Harms. She happens to play hockey on the roof. Oh, hi. Every day. As you would, eh? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> ah, so, Andrew, what did you think of Clerks? Like, how how do you say it? Do you call it Clerks? Aye. Like, I hear people call it Clerks. But make it sound like you're saying it with a U. Clerks. Clerk. I think, Clerk. like, Clerks is, like, I'm guessing that's how we say it. Aye. Like, that's how... That's how the people the British, invented the language. I, or, <laughs> not the American going, Clerks. Clerks! So, aluminum, <laughs> tomato. Exactly. <laughs> you fucking dumb fucks. <laughs> Just say it properly. Hello to our American listening audience. Fuck you. We know you're out there. I <laughs> know. <laughs> They're gone now. So, what did you think of the film? Good. Yeah. Aye, pretty entertaining film. Some bits are a wee bit long-winded. Mm-hmm. With their with their dialogue. But Aye. it's a film you're not used to seeing with so much dialogue. Ah, it's a very dialogue heavy film. Yeah. But as the like the director he said himself, that is like his that's yeah. his thing, that is that heavy dialogues in his films yeah. and it's usually quick back and forth. Aye. like smart dialogue and mm-hmm. like boy likes big words. Well, that's the thing my wife said. she thought I the thing was alright it was just the speed that they were applying to it was Back. making it make it too Dizzy. obvious no make it too obvious that it was a film aye they can what I mean because mm-hmm. like oh you can what cause they were like oh I can what you're going to say right, so I'm, I've, doing heard, their I've already got my reply ready for you aye. kind of thing that's the thing it was it is just sort of like this sort of indie film that blew up aye. like it was like a guy Filming a movie in his shop uh, with his pals, and there was there was some percentage of them were actors or like theater people doing theater locally, and yeah. so it, like it's it's not an Oscar winner obviously, but no. it it's something different. I think that was the thing that kind of surprised people. It yeah. was people talking like, almost truthfully about things like yeah. conversations we would have like not on a microphone and yeah. just fucking talking bullshit or. Uh, whining about shit and then whining at the person because they're whining about shit mm. and then it's just sort of like mixed in with elements of like everyday life or like those fucking stories you hear about at work mm. like and as it was like it almost felt to me like a sort of like a a series of like short stories strung together with these two characters mm. aye so uh, I'm also trying to say to you, yes, I do like the film. Yeah, and <laughs> I got that. I <laughs> actually thought I've not actually said it's like hated it, <laughs> but uh, from the very beginning of the movie, that fucking production logo just is uh, something it's else. Wrong. I'm glad to change that. Like, the that the stripping out. clown and the child yeah. playing with a ball. Yeah. So, uh, which I think was a. Drawn and animated by Walt Flanagan. Aye. Like, I think he was just like the resident artist for him. I'm a bit worried about his childhood. 
octopus is dying a clown being a chess. Fuck knows. Um, the 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 opening sequence of the film, I think it's like the thought of going into work, like that living hell that so many of us go through every oh, day. Fuck. Aye, so many like of us. we've both we've like Andrew, you you have done. I have the, worked. You you have. I've not just fucking a jobless low life bum. Yeah. So I'm a father. <laughs> All right, you'll throw that card <laughs> yeah. in. Um, but you have you've worked behind the counter Aye. at times. Yes. So like you'll know as well as everyone else that's worked yeah. behind the counter. Yeah. It could be fucking hell. Oh. And like crazy shit happens and. Aye. Yep, like the time I saw a guy try to steal a chick. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that. I've got a wee question about the end where we to talk about fucked up work stories. But, yeah. Um, fucking, we're we're lost for this film when it comes to man of the match. Like last time when we were talking about uh, a few episodes back, Young Frankenstein, and it's like hardly anyone swears. Yeah. Now it's the fucking polar opposite. Like, oh, aye. every cunt puts a swear. Aye, right. like who who are we gonna give it to? Because, like. Jason Mewes is one of the more outspoken characters, but so is like Randall. Randall like he'll like him fucking firing off the names of all the movies he's requesting. Yeah. Uh, like Cumbans, uh, something about cunt holes need cock and like cunt holes need cock. Aye, all all holes need filled. Aye. And like just all these like the crudest fucking titles. Yeah. Like, does that make him the filthiest fucker for this? Movie or like, there's a line here for that like, Jay goes off, uh, shouting at Silent Bob saying, "You're uh, you're one rude motherfucker, but you're cute as hell." Oh, yeah. And it's like his fucking bi- like bipolar. <laughs> oh, no, where it's awesome. like you're a fucking idiot, but I'd fuck you. Oh, yeah. And then it was just all this shit where like, like fuck you, gay. I'm not gay. I love the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the same shit where there's like a girl going past like, "Hey, what's up, ladies? What's up, sluts?" Yeah. And it just fucking starts spewing off all this shit at them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like the boy's just like giving too much sugar. Yeah. Or he's on the wrong meds. Yeah. Or, or he's, he's not on meds. And just smoking weed. Yeah. But um, when I've like seen this film originally. It was sort of like one of these things where, like, it, I must have just been this sheltered life. Like, it is, we, we lead the little quiet life here. Mm-hmm. Like, before clicks, did you ever openly hear all of so much dialogue about snowballing, uh, people sucking 37 dicks, uh, talking about jizz moppers, people fucking dead guys? Like, what what films brought that fucking type of stuff to you? Because, sure, we had, like, sex-filled films like Animal House, American Pie, but they're never that fucking crude about their well, dialogue. They're never graphic. Like, they might get to the point where they'll say, oh, I fucking love pussy. Yeah. But no, it's like, talking about people mopping up jizz and uh, people cleaning windows after guys have jizzed on them and talking about how come streaks and, yeah. like, it just, like, it's crude. Yeah. And it's so fucking weird to see a film like, like that, be so crude. It and just doesn't give a fuck. Exactly. Basically. And it isn't like fucking sex heavy either. It's not yeah. like showing you all this stuff then all this stuff happens. Yeah. Cause Penetration. You, you'd probably be, that would be porn at that point, I'd guess. Yeah. But like that's what I, I was feeling. Like, I feel a wee bit sheltered that I felt fucking enlightened after hearing all these fucking <laughs> not enlightened it's like I must go there and I must do these things no it's like <laughs> I need to suck 37 dicks 
<laughs> then mop up after them. Yes. Uh, Spit that on the fucking window so I can clean it up, eh? <laughs> <laughs> or they spit out of your mouth. And then, and then you spit way. out of the window and clean and it. And grab the dead guy on the way out. Yeah. So See, that's pretty easy to get all the men at once. I, I, I <laughs> imagine if there is the Clegg's porno out there, that must be the fucking assault course that they'd go <laughs> no, through. You need to do all this at once to get in my movie. 37! <laughs> so, at once. that would be a long film. I know. Like 37 in a row. It's like. Especially if they're auditioning me the one. This is like a marathon. She's <laughs> <laughs> fucking stuck on number five. This is not going to happen. She's got locked, Joe. Or if it's filmed like the Olympics. <laughs> what is that? You saw like they passing a baton. Yeah, they, no, they keep cutting back and forth to different people. Alright. Oh, thing. It's no who finishes first. <laughs> it's who finishes best. Fair enough. Um, I, I noticed. Like as we mentioned, there there is so much fast back and forth dialogue between yeah. Dante and Randall, mm. and like yeah, it could be like it's just like they know their script, they need to fire it off because they're talking quickly because they're just trying to remember everything they need to say. But I always feel that's a thing when you're sort of that connected with a person, you could talk that fast. And we have a sort of Scottish thing where like we just mold all the words together. Yeah. Okay, I so it's work, like fuck dick, cook. That's a terrible example, but <laughs> <laughs> so it's like shit. Where we're just talking. It's just like we're not taking a breath. Oh, like yeah. I know when we done our first few po- few podcasts, people were like, "What the fuck are you saying?" Like, oh, I, I could just slow down a little. Like, just just breathe, take a space between the words. But like, but you were so excited. Exactly. Like we really wanted to talk about those Donnie End films. Damn right. So, but what, what number reference? If people ever want to listen to Asian films, All right, they go uh, to... Podcast on fire... 100 and something. Yeah. Just look for the ones, the Scottish edition, that's us. Yeah, go there. Um, what do you think of the character Olaf? Olaf Berserker? Oh, that was good. The fucking Russian metal that, singer. Right. Like, that's one of these things that came out this film, is like that's like the most famous t-shirt. Like... There's not really a Clakes t-shirt no. that you can see, but you always see somebody wearing a Berserker t-shirt when you go to, like, Kevin Smith things. Like, yeah. when we went to Hollywood Babylon, I seen a couple guys wearing, like, Berserker t-shirts, and it's just the guy, like, with the fake microphone doing his metal face. Mm. Like, I want, was it, uh, I want to fuck your cock Berserker and... Hey! You listen to the gay version! No, was it? Oh, fucking you do it then. Sing the song. I don't fucking know it. Right, well, shut your mouth. Fucking it's no, I want to suck you, cock Berserker. <laughs> Fair enough, fuck you. Uh, Star Wars conversation. That was the thing that kind of led me to think it's just like a series of short stories. Like, these are conversations these people probably had. Yeah. And they thought, this this is something that I could probably put into a film. This mm-hmm. is something that people could relate it's to. Basically, a podcast with, with videos. Before the aye, before, yeah, before all that existed, yeah, right. before they would have to sit and record stuff on cassette tapes and post them to each other, <laughs> come up with a mailing list to circulate it. Right. Now, where the fuck are these boys? Why are they talking about Star Wars? <laughs> um, the many faces of Walt Flanagan. Oh fuck! Aye. Let's see. He first showed up as like one of the smokers. Aye, the like, Woodland Cup smoker. Aye, and like that was a big thing in the beginning like, of the really film. Spiky hair bits. Aye, like my this is the, like fake, fake wig. Aye, my fake emo wig. Mm-hmm. But 
That was one thing like we sort of skipped was like the whole chewy gum. Oh. Like that was like I'm guessing this is maybe something that just happened with just one guy that was just trying to put people off the buying fags. Yeah. Pulling it rotted lungs or I would be a bit worried. Somebody hold out a rotten lung out of their bags like, What the fuck's going on? He's putting black gloves on. Nah nah, get the gun out. Fucking out <laughs> And it was like the the guy was just there to fucking stir shit up, convince people to buy fucking Julie's uh-huh. go. Exactly. So that was some weird fucking gorilla marketing. Yeah. But I'm going to go into the shops and fucking make people buy my gum. Right. And just show them pictures of fucking diseased lungs and then fucking accuse the cleric of being like just like the Nazis and uh, and it's hearing all the voices of like Walt Flanagan just saying like yeah fucking Nazi <laughs> and just throwing out lines and uh, even some of it's like telling him to suck dick at one point it's just like amongst all the weird noises like suck my dick and something like suck a fat cock he's like <laughs> what share the people just shouting at this boy <laughs> but Right, so Walt Flanagan did appear as like the long-haired smoker, yeah. who after all the chaos happens, still goes up to the counter and asks for a packet of fags. Right. Like, obviously, for American listeners, fags over here is just cigarettes. Yes. Yeah, we're not just like slating gay people. Hey, half dozen gay guys. Yep, yeah. I'll go for a six-pack. <laughs> six-pack of fags. Right. No, no, they're that, That's gonna do some serious damage to your health. Aye. Six guys. Of course, it's gonna get fucking damaged liver. Your like, lungs, like just slamming. There's like is that smoking. I know that's fucking cum soaked lungs. It's <laughs> <laughs> like this is not a black lung. It's a fucking silky white lung. It's <laughs> fucking slipping off the table. <laughs> Some of this never, Chew gum. Stop sucking dick. It's so wet. It never actually stops. It's always <laughs> constantly moving. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just fucking rolling in the table like one of the fucking springs I used to get the running stairs. Yeah. No, it's like the first fucking sight of like perpetual motion. <laughs> it just will never stop. Once it go once it started, it will never stop. Aye. Even uphill it will keep going. <laughs> oh Jesus. Leaving a fucking snail trail behind it. Damn right. So, um he also showed up as the egg counter, like one of those stressed like they yeah. described as a stressed out guidance teacher yeah. just Need to do these things to find f- fucking eggs and find the perfect dozen eggs. Just when he was starting going, pew, pew. <laughs> see <laughs> if the egg disappeared under a hanky or no. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> and like they put that boy through a lot. Uh, he was also the customer offended by the foul language. Yeah, and like it was, it was just him with his hair gelled down, wearing glasses, uh-huh. and then they openly showed you like an exposed cunt to the camera. Aye. Uh, <laughs> You can almost see your kidneys. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so that was there. That was him playing another one. And he was one other guy. Um, I never mentioned that. I never wrote it down, but he is credited as offended customer. Aye. And cat admiring bitter customer. Yes, aye. Was, was that the one? No, it was an old man at the spat water on. Aye. But aye, there was one where he said something like, cute cat, and like, fuck you. No, that was like, I think that was the exchange. Yeah. But um, the title, the the quote that sums up like life for most people: "This job would be great if it wasn't for the customers." Right. Would quite enjoy going to work if it was that. Um, hockey on the roof. Oh. I guess I was um, just having to improvise with what sort of budget. Like, sure they had to improvise in the film because his boss, the guy, yeah. you know, showed up for his shift, so he's yeah. having to work it 
but I guess like they they couldn't film at a hockey like a skate park. No. So I guess they maybe they were just using the best out of. Yeah, well, the roof, you can't get any more secluded like, than someone's Using so much of the fucking buildings, that, right, we'll put yeah. hockey on the roof. But we'll have rented it, we might as well use it. So, aye. Um, that was always like, one of these sequences, I thought it was, like, probably not 100% necessary. Like, it, it doesn't do too much to the plot. Obviously, it gets mentioned, but yeah. it's not like something pivotal happens on the roof. It's not like... Uh, the fact he finds it his girlfriend and the both show up at the same time they break out with him it, like, they mm. just play hockey on the roof they piss off a clean shaven Scott Mosier uh, which was obviously had to be like at the end of the film aye and it was like sort of that great they done this great take obviously because like he comes up saying when's the game gonna end yeah. and it's like oh I've got the distance like what a bullshit and then Jason Mewes is down at the bottom of the ladder with a uh, Willem Black, who is the bearded Scott Mosher, yeah. and there's like, well, yeah, when you're opening up, and then like they lean over and just tell him like, fuck off, and it's yeah. like, clean shaven Scott Mosher, like, shouting a bearded Scott Mosher, and, and then freaks the like, bearded one out. Looks so the shop, they just fucking legs it. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I guess like it works like unless you knew like so much background Aye, stuff about this, you would never know. Three times I watched it. I did not know they were the same person. Exactly, because like they're, they've, it's done so well. Like for that, the clean shaven Scott Mosier, clean hair. The other dude, beard and a hat covering his hair. Yeah. So how could you tell like it's the same person yeah. until you start like watching the credits? Watching on Blu-ray. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There's still one in the window, Stuart. <laughs> Moving on. Um, um what? <laughs> Come on, the old man, the fucking old man that uh, shows up. Uh, like pervert. In fucking actuality, would you ever let an old man like come to and wants to take a shit? That like, I help yourself to Luro. You'd one of the titty magazines. No. <laughs> like <laughs> you'd be totally getting shit in the street. Aye, just like everyone else. Like, just <laughs> go to the fucking. Just because you're old and Jewish doesn't mean they say you can cover the <laughs> shit in my toilet. Um. The fucking I've got a bit here saying stop dealing in front of the store. Like when uh, Randall confronts him, he's like, "You need to stop dealing." He's like, I don't deal. And uh, the guy comes with, "He's like, you holding?" He's like, "Yeah, bud, what do you want?" He's like, <laughs> "So fucking blunt." But like, obviously, they that is the whole thing about this movie. It launched like the two characters oh, that uh, like strung it to the series. Uh, like. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes because yeah, like, that's what I felt with this film it didn't have them in it enough right aye, they were aye, they were like a wee back plot kind of thing because I think I watched like Clerks 2 and Jay so and Silent Bob went back first to that one. and then went back to that one so aye, it ha- it. how many times like before having to watch this have you actually seen it maybe like once or twice uh, maybe Two or three times. Aye, so it's like enough to know what it was about. Yeah, yeah. Why it, it spun off to this great thing. Aye. Because, like, of course, uh, it sort of launched their own mini-universe, which they named after, like, their production company, View Askew. Yeah. And it was... Um, they had, like, a, a similar bit part. There was, like... Obviously, they're playing the same characters in their yeah. movies. So when it came to Mallrats, the follow-up film... Yeah. Uh, well, it's not... A f- uh, Kevin Smith's second feature. Yeah. 
it's set in like the same universe, so Jane and Silent Bob show up in the mall, yeah. they're doing stuff, but again, they're just background characters who show up with the main characters, yeah. doing what they're doing, where it's two different boys this time, it's not Dante and Randall. Right. Then Chase and Amy, they have a cameo appearance at the end. That's one I can't really remember much of. Uh, I think I've maybe so, just seen it the once. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, they were given a, a bigger part when it came to Dogma. Oh, yeah. They were uh, like a, a part of the crew. They were like a fucking thing with like, like, just, like assisted actors. Aye. And then basically by the end of it they got like their own film because yeah. it got to that point where they couldn't really not give them their own movie. Yeah. Where they just referenced and brought back Obsey for the, like, the previous four through them all in it. Mm. For like, lots of cameos and Mm-hmm. And then, of course, like we'll go into clerics too a little bit later. But yeah. um, I the fucking well, I'll read the same notes. Uh, I the, the film does have quite a lot of whining. Like I think that is just Dante's character. Like oh, he, just he, if it was a real person, he'd get right on my tits. Like. Aye, <laughs> and. Uh, Randall's sort of the same, but he's whining about his wife, and he sort of like tries to put everything into perspective. Huh. Like, this is the guy that talks like, so, like man, he's Dante's fucking... like, I hate my fucking job, and he's like, Well, why don't you fucking do something about it? And, like, this job's not going to fucking change unless you change. And hmm. he's like resigned to his to his fate. Aye, like he can't do better, so he's, so he's going to the sit and watch Star can. Wars next door, yeah. or fucking film to be translated. Aye. No, so, is, it, is it trannies? Something about that. Because it's trannies are just guys that dress up as women. Or vice versa. Transsexuals. And then transvestites is people that go no, to... No, it's the same thing. Oh, well. I don't know enough about it. I'm not going to fucking comment on it. They're called... Hermaphrodite? Is that what they are? And they've got... That's when they're born with both organs. That's what I'm saying. That's what it is. All oh, right, that was watching. Oh, right, okay. Chicks with dicks, motherfucker. Right. It's comedy. It's all right. I was going to say Florida, mate, but that's when you're <laughs> like born yeah. with small legs and arms. Yes. So, eh, uh, like I, I did note, like, obviously, you get a point where you get like the whole deal behind like Silent Bob's character is he's silent for about ninety percent, ninety-five percent of the movie. Then he has comes up with words of wisdom each yeah, time, and. Uh, and uh, well, this one, like Jay tries at first, where uh, he talks about his grand. So it's not it's something about the the plate you're dealt with, or it's not on what's on the plate. He's like, oh fuck that. Uh, she had. So what are you on about? So, I don't know, man. She had dementia. And she used to piss her, that used to piss herself. Yeah, shit. Shit, shit, piss. <laughs> <laughs> I always felt like he fought, like fucked his lineup because he just wouldn't stop. Like and then he just fucking says like she just fucking shit herself. Like. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I just like I just fucking caught me off guard and fucking howled at that bit. Uh-huh. But he howled crying. He felt uh, so sad for his grandmother. Fucking howled laughing. It's like ah oh, dementia. <laughs> yeah. The fucking Hollywood's favourite subplot. Yeah. Fucking ruins movies. Um. Ah, and then Silent Bob does his like the true words of wisdom, like the person that fucks around, or what about the person that brings you lasagna? Yeah. Always trust the person that brings you lasagna. Damn right. Nice Italian meal. I like lasagna. Getting cheated on. <laughs> yeah, like she might have sucked thirty-seven dicks, but fuck, she can make lasagna. Damn right. That's how she knows how to 
all those dicks fucking fucked a bit were brilliant and she left, <laughs> yeah, like, she left I the could room. cook cuisine yeah like I blew half a dozen Italian chefs I could make a fucking meal <laughs> yeah, lasagna after I sucked her dick they thought they had cooked lasagna <laughs> <laughs> that right no seriously tell me how you get the white sauce for the lasagna <laughs> <laughs> well it takes me about three or four months to collect a jar for stop it, it. <laughs> <laughs> ah so natural growing in America, right? So let's let's get away for this. Yeah. Um, right, what do you want to talk about first? Experiences with working with the public, or more to do with clerks than the sequels? Uh, we'll finish clerks off and then get fucking into your fucking good stuff. Uh, right. So thoughts on the sequel? Obviously, that came out. What, are we making this a Clerks 1 and 2? No, no, we'll, we'll no dive right into it. But, like, in a nutshell, you, we've, we've seen the sequel. That I was, think I've only seen it once, though. Right. Um, like, that, that was sort of the point where I felt we jumped on. Like, this is when we kind of got quite uh, big into Kevin Smith. Yeah. Watch everything leading up, and then, like, oh, Clerks is coming in a couple of months. Let's get a pirate copy. Yes! <laughs> Burn it to a CD. Oh, shit! <laughs> and, like, just out and watch that. And it was, it was, like, it was... It was, oh, it it's, 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 it's all I seem to say the now. Yeah. But, it always kicked the laptop. Fuck. Like, it got mixed reviews for some critics. Like, I think that was a 50-50 movie yeah. when it comes to the critics. But for people that loved, like, Kevin Smith's characters, uh. like, it was just, like, perfect. It was just, like, a welcome reminder. You got yeah. to see all the characters you love. This is basically like seeing what they're doing now. Exactly. It caught with them ten years later. Yeah. And, like, they burnt the shop down and now they're now working at fucking their version of McDonald's mm. just as miserable but they've got like a fat boss mm. so there's all that and then Jane Sandbog come up singing and dancing I think that might have like some of the hardcore fans might have been like song and dance number the, the, dancing to Michael Jackson where the fuck did that come into it I can't like this it was some sort of scene where uh, Dante was named to learn how to dance so Rosario Dawson takes him up to the roof and they, they do a wee dance Michael Jackson starts playing uh, it's like ABC and it cuts to like the chorus and it's Jane Silent Bob with pigtails snapping her fingers and like fucking nuns come out and it's like a big dance scene like out of fucking nowhere and they're all just dancing in front of the store and then it cuts back and she's like I'm pregnant and he drops her not like to kill the baby, but it's like, you know, shit. <laughs> just drops it off the roof. I just drops it in an elbow drop to finish it. Just Mick Foley's the baby. Uh. Owen Hart's the baby. Oh. <laughs> um, but I, I, I fucking love the sequel as well. And I is, I've, I've not watched it in recent years because I'd, I had it on uh, Region 1 DVD and then my region, multi-region player died. And I keep its corpse in the attic. I just kind of get rid of it yet. So I, I, I need to walk into like one of those fucking uh, CEX stores and just buy one of the thirty second-hand copies that I've lying around, yeah. just so I could go back to watching it. Because oh, you see these movies are fucking handful of times over and over and over. Yeah. And that's one I've, I never like watched it a few times, like five years ago. Yeah. But and future films, obviously, Kevin Smith says he has written the script for the third one. But he keeps delaying it because he kind of gets into the habit of directing these other movies that are taking his fancy at the moment. Mm. 
Uh, but like he says, there's script written. He's shown it to the likes of Brian Johnson for comic book men and the guy yeah. that's made appearances in his movies. He showed it to, uh, I think it his wife and I think Scott Moser. I think he showed it to like his closest people and yeah. like I think it's reduced people to tears because it's again it's visiting them like ten years later, and I think it just like puts a cap on it. Yeah. Like, it kind of ends the story. I reckon if it's Thelma and Louise suicide, maybe yeah. they just drive off a cliff together. <laughs> but I, I, I'll, I'll look forward to it when it does come out. Yeah. So. Is it going to be definitely a film? Because I'm minding him saying that he may be paying... Oh, you want it to be a musical or something? Yeah. Um, hopefully he'll make it a film. If he makes a musical, then hopefully he records it and puts it on a DVD. Yeah. Like, I don't want to have to fucking go to fucking Broadway and New yeah. York just to Broadway. see... Broadway. Yeah, he'll get on Broadway. Okay, right. <laughs> oh, they fucking dicks and <laughs> fucking pussies and all. Did he get to talk like that on Broadway? Okay, well, Book of Mormon... Alright, I've not seen it, but I'd imagine the guys to South Park, like, that's not going to be the cleanest of films. Mm, but, like, actually, it's popular now. <laughs> uh, so, like, I'd imagine he has to make a movie out of it, just to finish, like, just so he could come, sorry, complete his trilogy. So, I'll look, out, I'll look forward to it when it does eventually get made. Yeah. Like, it just seems like he's... his. Flight of Fancies went other directions, which we'll, I'll say for the where are they now? But aye, hey, you want me to tell you about shooting clerks? Like is it the action, or is it the, no, not like the story of let's making go, the film? I bought a gun. Let's go to Sainsbury's. No, <laughs> I don't mean that. Right. Uh, the it's almost like a Scottish-based production. Uh, sort of like a. Uh, not a documentary in a way but it's a film about Kevin Smith making clerks and it's, it's produced by this guy from Scotland who got a bunch of actors together and he made some short movies one based on Hollywood Babylon about Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman being sort of like Cape Crusaders fighting uh, villains like Firebush and like making fun of Lindsay Lohan and then Kevin Smith produced uh, like gave him a chunk of change to make some short stories based on like uh, smoked coal lore. So there's there's ones about Jason Mew's drug addiction uh, called uh, Getting Greedo. Uh, there's one about uh, the joke they had on Hollywood Babylon about Kevin Smith making fun of Looper or him going back in time to shoot jizz on his younger self, calling it Gooper. <laughs> so I think they've they've made a short of that. And there's one about Emo Kev, about his smodcast stories. We had audio recordings for when he was like a teenager. Mm. So he's made short stories of all these, but he's wanted to make a feature length about the making of clerks. Mm. So he done like a Indiegogo, which is like another form of Kickstarter. But when you put money into it, you're putting money into it. Like Kickstarter is like, if it's funded successfully, you'll then be charged. But Indiegogo, you just throw your money in the pot. Mm. And whether it makes it or not, they get the money. Mm. So... I think he started off a little bit ambitious. I think he wanted something like fifty thousand to make the movie, to, like properly. Like they were going to have a crew here doing like interior shots, and then they were going to have a second crew out in New Jersey to do all the exterior shots, like even the shots of just like the sites and yeah. of New Jersey to properly tie it together. Uh, but they, I think, after some advice, they 
changed the goal to like the, the actual amount Kevin Smith made Clerks fourth, so like twenty seven thousand. Like, they changed it to that, but I think and um, made like five five thousand at the end because obviously a lot of people are not going to put money into something that they're that they're not too sure about. Oh. But like I like the idea, so I did. I threw some money his way. Yeah. I had done a wee email interview with him just to get some information for that and like that's sort of like in production at the moment oh. so and like with the whole small uh, Hollywood Babylon tour like their Facebook page lit up this week with them meeting like the cast meeting the real Kevin Smith and yeah. so it was sort of like them exchanging hugs <laughs> there's pictures of hugging each other but they're yeah. exchanging gear and they have started filming on it so I think it's just a Facebook page called Shooting Clerks. I'll share it on our page once this podcast is out. Yeah. And you can see what the production like is going along there. Mm-hmm. So, aye. I think like, that'll be interesting just to see how it is. Like, so right away, people are like, accents sound stupid because it's, some of it is like Scottish people put yeah. on American accents. Oh, and cool. Some of them are like, some of the guys are like American in it. It's, I think if it's like maybe university students or like people are in doing drama anyway. Yeah. So that is, like, I'd like to see the final product in the end because the guy has done all those shorts he's done before are have been pretty good. Yeah. So and like yes, he's like really fucking shooting for the stars for this one. Like he, I've seen photos where they'd bought uh, hundreds of VHS cassettes for like our charity shop. Mm. Like actually spent like hundreds of pounds on about thousands of cassettes. Just so they could recreate like the video store, yeah, and just have like all the cassettes in the background, have all the labeled fake DVD covers, because they kind of obviously mention proper like studios because yeah. I guess that'll be cost and all the blank stuff out. So like they're fucking going for it, and I'll be interested to see how it goes. Yeah, drop my cheeky email a wee bit closer to the time. Yeah. Um, right. You got anything else to really share about clerics and your thoughts of it? Covered it. Oh, fucking got everything covered, I think. Okay. I thought, like, what was... Tell me the story about a man stealing a chicken from yeah, work. He came up... Oh, I worked in the fucking oven fresh part of a well-known supermarket chain. Mm-hmm. And he came up, saw a nice plate, whistling, half a smiling. Sucker punch you and grab the chicken. <laughs> no, it's actually... This, at this point, it's, uh, it's actually near Christmas kind of thing and he's whistling Christmas songs because they're on the radio. Aye. Shit like that. And he's like, yeah, my chicken, he's all half a starts walking away. I start walking along to the other department next to me and I look down the aisle at him and he's kind of looking a wee bit more dodgy now. Right. And he stops next to a next day one of the fucking bits of the bins where they put all the fucking shit in right and it, it just puts his fucking chitting in his bag and then st- starts whistling again walking along something <laughs> <laughs> like that right and then he fucking he kind of gets to the door and we've already reported it to security aye so I can see the door with a like lean to the side yeah past the aisle no, he sees him like fucking like goes into his bag, takes a check, he drops it and legs it at the fucking door. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But they can't actually dare about it because he never never crossed that. He barrier. never turned it outside the store. I so I guess like he he knows what he was doing. Yeah, right? he but knew. He's like, well, you can't charge me for just, it's like, hey, you're under arrest, dropping a chicken. Uh, 
You motherfucker. For damaged goods. <laughs> did, did they hand the chicken back to you and you had to like knock the price off it? No, they gave us it back and we just put it in the bucket. Oh, they right. told us to reduce it, so I'm not fucking sure, no? <laughs> I got seven floor chicken. Yeah, well, <laughs> that time. <laughs> I have um, in the past. But Broke rules. For me, it's... There's nothing really comical, it's just more depressing mm. in my line of work. Oh. Like, I can't go too much, like, let's just say I work in the post office, and yeah. I just hate the public like everyone else. Yeah. And... Um... All them, all the, them wanting help to fill out forms and uh, and like there there was one time where someone took the noisiest shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what like, noisy is in like, like bowel movement noisy could, or him squeezing like ah that essentially. <laughs> So, like, is this that there's all these people queued in the post office waiting to get saved, yeah. but there's a public toilet right there, and it's fucking paper-thin walls. Yeah. So, I'm just working in the background, <laughs> and all I can hear is, eh, 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 and we're thinking, right, obviously, I don't want to laugh, in case, like, opens up in a, a boy in a wheelchair, like, it could be someone with learning difficulties, yeah, somebody, making noise, and you don't want to be... The, somebody actually calling for help. <laughs> And it was going to the point where everyone queuing to get served starts giggling and laughing. The people at the counters are giggling and laughing. It's like, yeah. oh, everyone's losing their <laughs> shit. And like this guy in there taking the shit, obviously is not like not noticing. Everyone's fucking outside roaring and laughing. It's like, hey, hey, and like that's. I, I was trying to tell someone what it was like. It's like, it's like, it's like when you're a kid and you pretend you're on a motorbike going, nah, 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 nah. And then it was just this guy just going, eh, eh. and <laughs> I got to the point where somebody had to go chap on the door and was like, "You all right there?" Because it's been twenty minutes at this point. He's like, "Yeah, hey, right. like, you all right in there, pal? I'm coming." <laughs> and there's like a third of the crowd that had that sense of humour that just laughed and went, "Oh, like don't interrupt the man mid-stroke." <laughs> and the fucking door opened. And I didn't if this guy was maybe about six foot when he went in, but a three foot man walked out. <laughs> a three foot man walked out pushing a trolley. Where the fuck did he get a trolley in there? I reckon, but it was like an elderly person's trolley. They were right. shopping trolley. Right, with okay, yeah, I, I realised it just uh, after I said him. They're, they're, they're really tubs in trolleys trolley. where they've got their fucking rolls and their, their pepper uh, and the Daily Star. And things that keep them upright when they're moving. Aye. So, like, this, he came out and. Like you realised his age, and I thought he probably wasn't taking a shit. At, at his age, with those sounds, that poor boy was probably trying to take a piss. <laughs> and it just like ra- fucking razor blades. Yeah. And just magic going, eh, eh, like oh, <laughs> get out of the fucking dick. And Zach was just probably just coughing, just dust. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Like most the rest of the time, my job's just miserable. But every once in a while, someone mm. will take a hysterical shit. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> um, right, let's go trivia for the film. Um, some of the stuff I noted, like I listed off the top of my head, was in the original cut of the movie, uh, Dante's killed. Yes, I remember that. So, and I think that was their advice. Like at the end of the day, when they're clocking off, they just say like, just leave it there. But it's like you must go behind the camera. Someone comes in, shoots them. I remember, like, if you... Because I think the ending credits then just run over just the vacant shop counter. Yeah. And then, like, 
that Kevin Smith as himself walks in, seals a packet of fags and runs at the door. Mm. And I think there's maybe one or two people will just come in and walk out. But there is that. What you got? Um, Clerk is loosely based on the Divine Comedy. No, because every it brought it, it's our titles they pop up. Because mm, it was written by Dante Alighieri. And it was kind of when Dante's Inferno, the lead mm. character being Dante. Yeah. So. And it's like the nine breaks are there to represent the nine rings of hell. Which you, you, most people will suffer in their nine to five job. Yeah. Like people working the nine to five with the public yeah. do go through the nine stages of hell. Damn right. Um, the movie is loosely based on adventures of like Kevin Smith with uh, Brian Johnson. Like that is Dante and Randall. Mm. Uh, it's basically the stories have came through like their experiences, like Brian working in the video shop and yeah. Kevin working in there, or mm-hmm. vice versa. But obviously, Brian Johnson had absolutely nothing to do with the like with the actual production of this movie because he was close-knit friends with him, Walter Flanagan, who you see several times throughout the film, but Brian Johnson is nowhere to be seen. But this film was made uh, whilst they had fallen out with each other. There was some sort of... Uh, like, they'd fallen out with, to do with working in the store. Like, like, Brian had to cover for Kevin, but Brian was wanting to go out and have like a picnic with a girl or something. So he just closed the store, put a sign on the door saying there was a plague, like bubonic plague, yeah. closed. <laughs> and like they just went fucking ape shit at each other and never spoke to each other and then like a week later he must have started making the film made the film and showed them it like once they sort of rekindled their friendship yeah. he then supplied them with a copy of the movie and he was like that's us but so it was weird like this guy's like sort of like an inspiration to him like he's the funny guy wrote all these stories about him when he came to make the movie they'd fallen out there was a lover's tiff and yeah. there was nothing of him in the movie you got stuff? Well, um, Well, the offended customer, like, in the jizz mopper scene, is actually buying paper towels and glass cleaner <laughs> as they're talking about cleaning jizz off glass. Aye. And um, the milkmaid in the film is actually Kevin Smith's mother. Aye, you you, like, that's not hard to believe where, like, sort of low costs. Yeah. Uh, productions where like it is like you're gonna pull all your friends to fill in roles of this movie, or if you need the older people, but you could probably convince your parents to do bit parts. Or it's like watching Rocky when you talk about how his his brother and his dad doing bit parts of the movie just to fill gaps. Yeah, because I think they had said things like where they had people to do this, but people would drop out last minute because it's a wee indie film that's probably not gonna go anywhere. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. I think that's why Walt Flanagan had to be a third of the film. Mm. Phil is like right you're a fucking egg man tonight <laughs> let's grey up that hair and give you some glasses um, obviously the film was shot mostly at night because the shop, the shop would be empty mm. and uh, that was a good excuse to have, like, keep the shutters down mm. so that's a thing now you text me last night tell me to look into the window of the shop and I was like, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> really? You I'm, didn't get the reference to last it? Sunday's trip about the Avengers? 
who were talking about the Avengers and there wasn't anybody in the windows. Fuck. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. Damn you. Because oh. <laughs> I was watching it and there was a scene where like, there's, the shutters are down, so the glass, but there's a reflection. It's like, is it because you could probably see the, the crew reflected in the glass? Is there someone in the window? I wasn't even fucking thinking of that. <laughs> and, and I said, I'll talk to you about it on the show. And you're like, yeah, okay. okay. He's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> That's got fuck all to do with this podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right in that fucking day. No, you're no fucking thing, it. It's got fuck all to do with collects. It's got fuck all to do with like anyone else other than like four five Have you seen the raw to Trevor? No. He'll get a laugh at it. Just just send them the raw data and then edit it for all the else. Okay. Right. Any other trivia? Um, Kevin Smith originally cast himself as Randall. Mm-hmm. Which is why Randall gets all the best fucking lines, lines and shit. Uh, fucking bastard. Uh, Kevin Smith raised his film's minuscule $27,000 budget by selling off his comic book collection, bo- borrowing 3000 from his parents and maxing out his credit cards. Yeah. I remember all the stuff about the credit cards. Like, I think I think he's not suggesting people do that nowadays, yeah. but I think like he had it a fucking well-planned before because when applying for these credit cards, they needed like a reference. Like someone to rely on in case you fuck up, and like they, they used his uh, boss mm. as a reference, and gave him this particular number, like the store number, so they would always phone when he was on shift, and pretend to be the boss, and said, "Oh yeah, he's got glowing credit, of course, no, definitely, I would trust him with anything." Yeah. Just basically getting himself funded all these cards, yeah. then fucking maxing them out. <laughs> <laughs> but do I know about where they are nowadays, or you got anything else to share? Uh, I think kind of it's worth it. Go Just on. the smoker's lung and yeah. the chewing gum rep slams on the counter is actually a calf's liver thrown in dirt and burnt with cigarettes. Fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, we're shooting in black and white, you'll not be able to tell anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking covered in dirt and burnt. <laughs> uh, right, so, obviously, Clerks came out 20 years ago. Uh-huh. So... No, no one's died that I know of, thankfully, from this cast. Mm. Uh, Brian O'Halloran is finished up a bit part in a movie, I think it's a direct-to-DVD horror, called uh, Bloody Summer Party. Yay. Jeff Anderson was last seen uh, on Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Yeah. Because I, he's a very reluctant. I don't think he likes that. I think because he was a high school buddy of Kevin's. So I think that's sort of the only reason he'll come out to do it is because Kevin's there and I think they're hoping to get him in line for Clerks 3 Clerks because 3. there was some backstory about they're still waiting pay, they're waiting to get their pay out of Clerks 2 first. Oh. So I think things like that, like it's probably all been cleared since then, but I think Jeff was saying he wasn't lifting a finger until he was getting his money from Clerks 2 oh. paid. Oh. So... Uh, Marilyn Gigliati has a bit part in a sci-fi horror movie called Lake Erie coming out this year sounds familiar that's maybe just because it's a real lake <laughs> uh, Lisa uh, Spoonhard uh, last appeared in the Clerks TV series like that animated series uh, which lasted I think six episodes she just reprised her role as Caitlin Bree <laughs> and has never acted again and she had three 
three credits to her name of clerks. She's a waitress in one movie, and then she provided a voice for the clerks animated series. Mm-hmm. Jason Mewes is is like next two films he's got coming out are both films he's got with Danny Trejo starring as the lead. So I reckon if he's making appearances in these like straight to DVD action movies. Uh, what's the film called uh, there's Vengeance with Danny Trejo Uh, then there is The Night Crew with Danny Trejo uh, and Jason Mewes is credited in both films uh, so uh, Kevin Smith is on post production of his horror movie Tusk which is expected to come out um, I'm pretty sure it was September which is like in two months time but like I've not even seen a fucking sniff of like a teaser trailer or anything yeah yeah mentioned that I think he was dropping the trailer at Comic Con which is at the end of this month Uh, end of July so hopefully like it might be that and then the film coming out a few months after mm -hmm. he could be holding out to like the end of October just to go with the horror movie season like Halloween times end with that then he has mentioned on several podcasts that his next movie is going to be called Yoga Hosers which is the adventures of two teenage girls it's sort of like it's going to be a spin-off of Tusk. Like, there's these two... It's basically like the Clerks characters in a Canadian convenience stores played by his daughter and her friend. Like, it was just a bit part. They're sitting behind the store, like, playing with their phones, hardly serving people. Yeah. But I think on one of his podcasts, he just got onto this exaggerated story about uh, these... They fucking talked about it, but I fucking completely forgot about it. And it's basically these two characters again reprised for this. He says it could be a short film. No, I think they corrected it because it made news in Canada. It was like front page news about this Canadian film, and they were saying it was a short film from Kevin Smith. But it wasn't. There's no. He's written this script. It's a feature length. Yeah. So he's got that. Then it's probably going to be Clerks Three, unless he has another. Podcast right. come out that he really really likes. Yeah, and he has another movie coming out from it. I remember about a few years ago he said he was retiring. Oh, no. <laughs> and he was like, "Fucking, I've got all these ideas, all these fucking podcasts. I'm gonna make all these movie out podcasts." And then uh, Scott Mosier is uh, recently produced uh, the children's animated movie Free Birds mm. about turkeys going back in time on Thanksgiving mm. he had something to do with Spider-Man animated he, series he well. was a writer for the, the Ultimate Spider-Man series on Disney and he's also produced like several documentaries and is I think he's producing another one at the moment I think that that's more like what he's been doing like mm. I, he's always talked that he will direct something one day but he's been producing like a lot of documentaries at the moment yeah so that's what he's been up to oh well box office and budget go for that also we know that the budget is made up of $27,575 IMDB is saying different IMDB would probably rate it for that what we see there the 230,000 that was post production I think after the movie was bought they like they sh- they shot the film on I, I would say maybe a smaller f- frame format mm. of film but for the good cinemas there's this production cost of blowing it up to say uh, 35 mil yeah. so they once down the rights to the movie they asked 
the essentially post production costs to blow the film up onto thirty five mil, get certain soundtracks, eventually ended up costing two hundred and thirty thousand. Mm. But of course like they made the film for this twenty seven K. Yeah. And when the film was released it banned three point one million. Mm-hmm. So that was a safe enough bet for them. They made all their money back. Easily. Something they managed to pay off his credit card debt. Mm. I think that was also part of the post-production cost. Like the two hundred and thirty mm. thousand was like was blow the film up to thirty-five mil and clear my credit card debt. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, awards only got a wee handful of stuff. It, it mm. done the festival circuit, so it did get some things like. Uh, the Cannes Film Festival it was awarded uh, Best Foreign Film Youth Award and the Mercedes Benz Award so they're going to win a car with that oh, one that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and at Sundance Film Festival it tied uh, the fucking Filmmaker's Trophy for Drama mm. so it tied that with another film that which is, is? Neglected the right now. Think you feel? I think it was called Fish. Fish, yum. And of course, it, it's picked up another few festival awards. Mm. But yeah, that is it. That's it. Yep. Clerks in under an hour. Nice. So, eh, that's us. Stay tuned to next time. Right. Shout out to all our people on the Facebooks. Yeah. Facebook.com forward slash films and swearing. Yes. Like us, we will talk about you. <laughs> and I, make you famous. <laughs> 90 people will hear about you. Yeah. On a good week. Right. So I am your host, Stuart Sutherland. And joining me today, we have had Andrew Walker. Yeah, and I'm not joining you. You're joining me on this podcast in your house. That was a phone vibrating. That was your fucking phone vibrating. Aye, was... it makes a difference, eh? Exactly. Can't. Fucking coo. So, <laughs> glad you said coo, you never had a fucking end at the yeah, end there. So, uh, tune in next week where it will be our last instalment of the well, wait. movie yeah, month. What? Are you contemplating stroking your beard? No, aye, that's fine. I mean, for a second I was like, is there not another movie? No, because we've done Aye. Schindler's List already. Yes, we've done Schindler's List, Young Frankenstein, uh, Psycho, Clerks, mm. now it's Nebraska. Yeah. Tune in next week for Nebraska. Fuck off. Nebraska? We're gonna get cold. Russell. Uh.